Salvation Now podcast, where you'll discover and be equipped with keys from the Word of God that will pave the way to God's unlimited blessing in your life. Now, here's your host, Evangelist T.J. Malkanji. Viral Revival. Title this Viral Revival because it is um, doubtlessly Talon's uh, heart and also vision and understanding. Actually, we'll start with the understanding part. Talon's heart and my understanding and my heart that evangelism is taking on a whole new level in these last days. And I know what used to work, you know, in the 1930s and 20s, you used to go and get a soapbox and stand on the marketplace, you know, sit in the, stand in the city central, grab, uh, you know, a megaphone or whatever, and then start preaching. Right. And you'd have, pe- those, those efforts were actually very, uh, they had many results. A lot of people got saved through that. But nowadays, I don't know if, you know, you probably, I don't know if you think the same way, but nowadays, I feel like that type of street preaching of just like grabbing a soapbox and putting it in the street corner and just getting up and talking, I've seen, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it shouldn't be done. I'm just saying that I believe that it's not as effective as what you and I are doing today with the technology that's been afforded us. I've seen a lot of like videos of like street preachers and stuff, and I'm not against street preachers. Do not get me, don't get me wrong. I still believe in it and all that. I'm just saying in terms of results and in terms of productivity, I've seen, I've seen many videos come out where you have some guy on a, like the corner of like two major intersections of Toronto and like people are just walking by. They have their AirPods in. They're just walking by. They're not they couldn't listening. care less. They couldn't care less. They're, right. they're on their way to work. People are very business-minded today. But there's one place that's opened up that's totally taken over the marketplace, the physical marketplace, and that is the online marketplace. Mm-hmm. The online marketplace. It is a digital marketplace that you get people's ears and attention more than in the streets you could ever get. People tune in. People listen. People are drawn. It's like, you know, you can share the stats of YouTube of the billion watch hours every single month. People are listening. Their ears are given to this these digital platforms. And I believe that God is raising up people like Talon and others. And he's going to talk to you about Revival Wave Force and how you can, you can be trained up in what he's doing at the end of this, uh, this segment. But people are, are rising up by storm and i believe we're actually we're we're gonna like recuperate what i you know i think god wanted to do something with television back in the day and there was a lot of christians that like totally ignored preachers they said it was like the devil's eye they ignored the effect of what you can do through television they totally like they threw it away they didn't want no that's they were not they were so closed-minded they didn't know what god wanted to do through television but that ship sailed and now this new technology has come in, and I believe that we're not going to miss it. The body of Christ is not going to miss it. God is raising up people like Talon and others like him that are going to grab the baton and run with this and not call it the devil's eye, you know, not throw it away, not waste the opportunity, but actually rise up and by any means necessary, you know, win the loss of our generation. Talon, how important is the digital ministry and online ministry? Oh man, <clears throat> I, I think 
it is the way that revival, not the only way, but it is one of the key facets of what God is going to do in this last generation. I remember four years ago when the Lord told me to get to get online and start preaching the gospel. He said, get on TikTok and start preaching. Tell testimonies of these healings that you've been seeing, of these miracles, of the, the supernatural things I've been doing in your life. You need to get on TikTok and start talking about them. Well, at the time, it was just a bunch of teenagers twerking on TikTok. I didn't think anybody was going to listen. And I mean, it's still a bunch of teenagers twerking on, on TikTok. But if you get too caught up in, in the people that won't listen, then you'll miss the millions or billions of people That's that right. will listen. And uh, I like how my favorite thing about social media, and I'll finish answering your question, is Pastor Mark Hankins has a good quote. He says that the Holy Spirit is famous for taking some real losers and turning yeah. them into some real champions. Amen. So God's specialty is taking the ordinary person and using them as a soul winner. You don't have to be in the five-fold ministry in order to win souls on. online. That's the best part. You don't have to be the next Reinhard Bonnke to jump on Instagram and say, this is how God changed my life. You need to give your life to Jesus. Time is short. It doesn't take the mantle of Billy Graham to get onto TikTok or YouTube and tell people what the gospel says and get people into the kingdom of heaven. That's, That's right. the beautiful part about it. You can take any ordinary person and turn them into an evangelist, the soul winner, if you can get them online. And that's what the Lord told me to do. So when the Lord told me to get online four years ago, I was hesitant, but I knew it was a word from God, so I did it. And man, it was like immediately. I had tried posting other videos. I'm very passionate about business and like making money. And uh, I had businesses before I started preaching full time. So I started posting some videos about business, no traction at all. But the moment that I started posting about the gospel and testimonies, I remember my first video that went viral. It was about a woman that was hitchhiking on the side of the road, and we picked her up, led her to Christ in the back seat. She got totally delivered of alcoholism, born again. We prayed for her to be filled with the Holy Ghost. She was restored. Her entire life was changed and flipped upside down and lit on fire for God. And I put it on TikTok, and it got like 300,000 views. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So the reach, the potential on social media is endless. Like, and I'll spit some stats like you were talking about earlier. Over 60% of the world's population is on the internet, on social media of some sort, at least once a month. People spend over a million dollars a minute online. People are over 3 billion people on Facebook, 2 billion people on YouTube, and that's only growing. It's projected by 2030 that over 90% of the world's population will be on social media. I want somebody to type in the comments, the harvest is ripe. If you can get, here, here's the thing I believe, I don't talk about this a lot, but with evangelists, someone that walks in the grace of the office of the evangelist, I believe they have natural capabilities to market, that there's something inside of them. God's put a gift in them to market. You look at John G. Lake, Alexander Dowie, A.A. Allen. You look at all these great men of God, Oral Roberts, Gordon Lindsay, all of these great men of God, they had Holy Ghost ideas on how to market to the masses. Like John G. Lake would drive his massive Ford wagon down the street with a big sign that said signs and wonders and healing. Come to this tent. Gordon Lindsay, the voice of healing movement, he connected all of these mighty men of God 
put them into one movement and spread their message across the planet. And it led to the, the voice of healing, one of the biggest revivals America's ever seen and the planet's ever seen. Oral Roberts said it was like healing was just in the air. Well, part of that was because of the marketing that comes with the office of evangelist. When you have such a high honor and such a demand on the anointing because of people seeing testimonies, they're hearing what God's doing in the earth. It puts such a strong demand on the anointing that people will just walk into your tent and they'll get healed. And we've even seen that through TikTok videos, through YouTube live streams, where you'll just get online and start preaching the gospel and people are getting healed, getting delivered, getting set free, getting born again. So the potential online is greater now than any other time before in history. And the best part is that God will take an ordinary person like you, a single mother, somebody who's working two jobs, somebody, maybe you're just a dad that's at home, you're making money for your family, but you're sold out for God and you just want to get involved with soul winning, you can do it. That's the best part. Yeah, and you know what scripture comes to mind with this? Is uh, in 1 Corinthians 9, and in verse 19, Paul speaking, and he's not speaking, like, yes, he's an apostle, but he's, he's talking about the burden or the responsibility that he feels towards people, which is not reserved, like you said, for an evangelist or for a pastor alone. If you call yourself a Christian, you should feel a sense of responsibility and burden for your generation. And in feeling that responsibility, it should create an urgency to mm. then become creative and innovative in different ways that we can reach our generation. Like he said, uh, I don't know who you said it was, John G. Lake or whatever one wrote, he would, he'd have the, the bus that would yeah, go John G. Lake. John G. Lake would have a bus mm -hmm. going throughout, you know, town. He used whatever was necessary or whatever was afforded to him in that day to advertise the gospel. And so Paul says here, for though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all. He's saying, I I've made myself a servant to my generation. David, the Bible says in Acts 13, after he had served his generation, you have to see yourself that way. The moment you get saved, I become a servant to all. That, mean, that doesn't mean people walk on you and all that. That means that I, like Jesus, will humble myself, take on the form of a man, and I'm going to serve my generation. I am going to do whatever is necessary and required to get this everlasting gospel into the seat of the gospel, into the hearts of people, regular mm. people, and regular people nowadays, uh, one billion watch hours on YouTube. So regular people, where are they spending the most amount of time? On YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, that is where people are. So Paul says, I'm a servant to everyone that I might win the more, that I might win the more. Paul had possibility thinking. Paul was opportunistic. Paul did not let things ship, uh, the ship just sail. Paul did not just let things come by him. He took opportunity. He said, to the Jew, I became a Jew that I might win Jews. Mm. To those who are under, under the law, as under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those who are without law, as without law, not being without law towards God, but under the law toward Christ, that I might win. He talks about winning. He talks about winning. He that wins souls is wise. It's a wise thing to desire to win souls, to win mm. people to Christ. It's a wise thing. And another thing I'll say is when you have a desire to win souls, God will actually make you wise and give you ideas and creative a creative unction will come on you so that you can actually excel in this. 
To the weak I became as weak to win the weak. I've become all things to all men that I might by all means save some. And verse 23, he says this. Now this, so he tells you the reason why he puts himself in these vulnerable states or these uncomfortable states. He says, I do everything for the gospel's sake. Hallelujah. That I might be a partaker of it with you. So Paul essentially is saying, I put myself in uncomfortable situations. To the Jew, I become a Jew. To the Greek, I become a Greek. To those without law is without law. To the weak, I become weak. I put myself in uncomfortable situations, which if any of you have ever done camera recording or anything, when you first start, it's uncomfortable. I, I'm not going to lie to you, and Taylor won't lie to you. When you first start, it's uncomfortable. You hate the sound of your voice. You hate the way you look. You did a full 30-minute recording or whatever, and then you find out your hair was out. It's uncomfortable. But Paul says, I don't give a rip about my level of comfortability because what plagues my mind is the fact that there are going to be people that are going to have eternal discomfort in hell. So I'm ready to sacrifice my temporary comfort if it means preventing people from spending an eternity in discomfort. This I do for the gospel's sake. This I do for the gospel's sake. And I really believe that social media is in part a fulfillment of Amos' prophecy of Amos chapter 9, verse 13. Hmm. That the days are coming. The time is short. Jesus is coming back. We don't, I don't know if we have 50 years. I don't know if we have 30 years. I don't know if we have 10 years. Yeah. So the people that need to come into the kingdom, remember the only reason Jesus is delaying his coming is that he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance and faith in Christ. And mm. so we know that part of why he's delayed his coming up until now is because there's people that are constantly being born and they need to get saved. And this generation is still in large and in, in large unreached. And so Amos says that in the last days, says the Lord, the plowman is going to overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him that sows seeds. Meaning that there's going to come an acceleration to mm. seed time and harvest. That yep. before we even have a time to celebrate the harvest of souls that has come in, we're already dispatching a whole new army to go and sow more seeds and get more videos out and more content out to take by storm the digital airwaves. Amos is saying the day's coming where the plowman's going to overtake the reaper. Before we even have time to like plug these people into church, there's already a fresh load of souls coming in. It's an exciting time to be alive. And I believe Amos' prophecy is in part being fulfilled by this coming of technology that we have. Mm. I, 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 any thoughts on that, Talon? Yeah, 100%. You're absolutely right. You know, in Revelation, it says that when the two witnesses are murdered, that it's going to be seen all around the world at the wow. same time. Well, part of that prophecy has to be social media and what's happening on the internet right now. There's such a That's shift. And, and I like you brought up television earlier. The shift, I posted about this a while ago in December, I think it was December 22nd, the NFL, which is like one of the leading sports industries on the planet, just signed a contract with YouTube. And this is why I'm pushing wow. YouTube so hard right now. The NFL is moving the Sunday ticket to YouTube. All these television broadcasts are moving to YouTube TV. Think about all the movies that used to be shown on HBO and TV. They're all moved over to Netflix or PureFlix or VidAngel. Everything is going from even television. The, the transition was like radio, television, and then now television is moving to 
social media because you can just watch it on this device. The That's amount right. of people that you can reach on your phone will make your head spin. I was just, before the broadcast, I was just counting the numbers. And between all the people that the Lord has blessed me to help over the last seven months, in less than a year, we've reached over 1 billion views on our videos. And calculating, this is lowballing. We're seeing at least one salvation a minute on these salvation videos that everybody's created and pushing people to. That's over a thousand salvations a day without even having to like hold the microphone and preach all day. It's just automated. It's generated. So all of these videos are pumping people into the kingdom of God. You know, I got a, I got a, a DM probably two months ago and I get a lot of DMs. So I can't, I can't keep up with all of them, but there's some that just hit me different and I'll sure. screenshot them and I'll keep them. And this one was a young man who apparently three years ago when I was still preaching on TikTok, when I was still the TikTok prophet, uh, when I was preaching on TikTok, hmm. I didn't even have my YouTube channel yet. But I remember preaching on my live stream on TikTok. I had like 12 viewers. He was one of the 12 viewers. And he said, you know, I wasn't a believer, grew up in a really messed up household. And you preached and you took an altar call on that TikTok live stream. And I gave my life to Christ. He said, three years later, now I'm a youth leader in wow. my youth group. And I started this massive youth movement at my school and a bunch of people are getting saved. Wow. So like you and think about that was one story. Think about how many millions of people across the planet right now have stories like that that we won't even hear until we get to heaven. So God has taken ordinary people and using them to fulfill the Great Commission so that this last end time revival will sweep America, South America, North America, Asia, Europe, all throughout the planet. God will use social media to reach people that you can't reach in the natural. You know, I was just studying uh, IBM, I think it is. IBM's like the greatest technological leader on the planet. And uh, IBM just invested in putting up like tens of thousands of radio towers and cell phone towers all across Africa. Basically, Africa is like the last major continent to receive social media. So once all of those are put up over the next 10 years, the entire planet is going to be reachable through online ministry. People just have to be equipped. They just have to be taught how to lay out the simple gospel, how to just get past the fear and get on your phone real quick and say, hey, this is what Christ did for me. He'll do it for you. The time is short. The rapture's coming. Today is the day to be transferred out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Receive the blessing of Abraham. Walk in all that God has for you. Jesus died for you. If you can just get on your phone real quick and preach a simple 30-second gospel message, right. you never know who it's going to reach. And, and right now is the time. I like what you said about Paul. Any means necessary. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God saving everyone who believes. What that means is that the same power that was released and the greatest event in history, the same power that was released in Jesus' 39 stripes, the same power that was released when he walked to Calvary, the same power that was released when he gave up the Holy Ghost, the same power that was released when he went into the lowest parts of the earth and took back keys, the keys to death, hell, and the grave, the same power that was released when he raised from the grave and was seated right. at the right hand of God. That same power is in the message. That's right. Paul said the same power that has the, the power to save anyone that believes. That same power. Somebody type in the chat the same power. That same power is released when you get on a device and you preach the gospel. There is no distance in the spirit. The right. same anointing, the same power that was in the event 
is in the message. You just got to get the message out. And I believe that right now, social media is one of the greatest ways that God is going to use that to do it. I was watching this, uh, not that I like watch him all the time, but I mean, I'm an advocate of Tim Tebow. He's got a a massive platform and he preaches the gospel. But a, a video, I think on Instagram Reels, came across my path last night from Tim Tebow. And he was talking about his experience when he was still in college football and they were getting ready to go to the national championships. And he had always write on his eye paint. He would write Philippians. um, What is it? Four, four, 13. Yeah. I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And he said that last championship game, the Lord told him to write John three 16, that God so loved the world that whoever would believe in him would not perish or that he sent his only son to die for them. That whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. So he said, all right, I'm going to put John 3.16 on. Now, here's the crazy part. This is like just when social media is starting to grow. As he put that eye paint on his eyes during that championship game, over 94 million people researched the scripture, John 3.16, from that one football game. Wow. So if someone, I mean, imagine the impact that that had just from seeing eye paint on an individual's eyes. Imagine the impact that God will have if you can raise up a 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 people that'll just get on a device and release a video preaching the gospel. God will be able to bring in the harvest by waves. And that's exactly what he's put on my heart. During 21 days of fasting and prayer, the Lord spoke to me. and He said, I want you to raise up online evangelists and teach them to do what you do. And that's what we're doing. If I can teach, this is just how I think, probably, I mean, you can relate. We're evangelists, so we like numbers. The way I think is if I can raise up 10,000 people to grow to an audience of a million people or more, that's 10 billion people. That's more than the population of the planet. So giving it some time, even for the population to grow, you can literally, it's never been possible before. I want people to hear this. Yeah. It has never been possible before to reach the entire planet for Christ, but it is now. It's possible. It is now possible to get the whole, to make sure that everybody on the planet hears the gospel. And that's one of the last prophecies that must be fulfilled before the rapture takes place, that this gospel will be preached to every nation on the planet, Jesus said, and then the end will come. So the end is coming, and we are in the greatest move of God right now that the world's ever seen. You know what? That reminds me of a couple of months ago, maybe last year. Um, yeah, it was last year, early last year. I was taking a walk in my neighborhood praying, and the Lord started to speak to me concerning past revivals that um, that have happened. And I remember as I started to like rem- like think about you know uh, the Hebrides revival, it was localized and contained. The Welsh revival localized and contained. Mm -hmm. Even the Great Awakenings localized and contained within the United States and the colonies that had been set up. Um, You look at Brownsville, localized and contained. And so I started to think of it, and then the Lord showed me that the next revival that's going to hit is going, like even, like think of Azusa Street. When people started to get filled with the Holy Ghost again, they had to like, there was no technology then to, to grab what was there and then stream it throughout the entire earth. Right. So what happened was, is they got filled with the Holy Spirit and then people heard about it, you know, months later as letters went out and they started to write about it. And then people started to come in, people from Germany, people from England, people from Canada, 
our church actually was founded uh, in connection to people that went from Toronto, Ontario to uh, actually from Buffalo, New York to Azusa, got the fire of the Holy Ghost, brought it back to Buffalo, from Buffalo to Toronto, and then a group of Italian men in Toronto came to Montreal and then set up a church, and our church is 100 and 103 years old now, but it came wow. in connection to that. So, but, but the thing the Lord was showing me is that all these revivals and these past great moves of God were localized and contained and even Azusa, though it ended up, you know, now we have 600 million Pentecostals or whatever the number is, it ended up going and, 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 and getting very big and people started to catch the fire and people started to speak in tongues again and all that stuff. How did it happen? And then missionaries, uh, Pentecostal missionaries started to rise. It took ye decades for that to happen. If you've studied Reinhard Bonnke's testimony, Living a Life of Fire, that missionary that came from Germany to Azusa, that was like years later and then came back to Germany years after that. It wasn't until like, I don't know, like the 30s or 40s. No, it was more than that. It was like in the, yeah, it was like the 40s. 1906, that's like 35 years later. He finally hits Germany. And then, you know, the story of Reinhard Bonnke's grandfather. And I won't get into that. But the Lord showed me that the next move of God is going to start in one place. And because of social media and technology, it's going to like take the world within within six months, mm -hmm. that fire that begins and originates in one place is gonna, like a forest fire, just dominate the entire world. It within six months that it's gonna it's gonna go viral and continue growing and growing and growing, and then just from people watching the video of what God's doing in one location, they're gonna catch it from that video. Because I love what you said. There's no geographical restraint mm -hmm. when it comes to the power of God. You know, Jesus tells the Syrophoenician woman, go as you believed, your daughter is made well. Jesus tells the centurion man, go, go your way, your servant's been made well from this hour. There's no geographical constraints to the power of God flowing and moving. My testimony is me sitting in Brossard, Quebec with an iPad yeah. watching an evangelist preach that he, I never heard it before. You know what I love about social media? And there are many great churches. Do not get me wrong when I say this, because I, I hate the whole blanket statements. There's no churches preaching healing today. There's no, shut up. Because there are churches preaching healing. There's churches that preach prayer. There's churches that preach holiness. There are good Holy Ghost churches. And stop making blankets. I'm not talking about you, Taylor. I'm saying, <laughs> if yeah, you made blanket I'll, I'll stop, statements, sorry. <laughs> rebuke received. You know, <laughs> Stop making blanket statements for the whole body of Christ. Right. I, I hate when I see preachers do that. Because there are great churches. But what social media allows us to do is that if someone is in a church that flies an a, a LGBT flag, if someone's in a church that doesn't preach healing or deliverance or word of faith, we have the access now direct. We don't have to go through the middleman. We don't have to wait for an invitation to get into their church so people mm -hmm. can hear the gospel and the raw power of God that's able to set them free. We literally can hack that and get directly to the people. 
Get directly to the people. Why do you think China wants to control TikTok and all that? They want to control what is allowed to get to the people. Why do you think governments want to control social media? Because the devil knows this next move of God is not going to be void of this cell phone. It's going to be spread through this cell phone. And so he's working overtime to try and stop it. But let me tell you something. The devil can try his best, but his best will never be enough. Because God is going to bring about through servants, through men and women that have yielded themselves to the call of God and the assignment of heaven on their life, that God's going to bring about a deluge of his power that's going to flood this earth, a wave of his glory that's going to take our nations by storm. Canada, the U.S. will not be left without. And we're going to see what we've prophesied, Isaiah 2.2, 2. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house, the church is going to be the highest mountain on earth, meaning it's going to be the most influential that we're going to see a last move of God. Haggai chapter 2, the Bible says, in the last days, I'm going to shake the heavens. I'm going to shake the earth and I'm going to shake the sea and everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But in my house, you will see glory and you will see peace. We're seeing that shaking happen right now and I'm glad I'm on the right side. But all this to say is I got healed through social media i got i got in contact with god's miracle working power it delivered me from 10 years of ocd through social media so any nitwit that says it's not important or i don't do that they're they're so small-minded they're in a little tiny box and it irritates me because you have guys like john osteen i know you you've talked about this before you have guys like john osteen that spent millions of dollars trying to get on television mm -hmm. buying out uh, television blocks on the schedules of Christian networks and sometimes on secular networks. You had Oral Roberts that did that. Billy Graham did that. They spent so much money with cameras and all the equipment necessary to film those things. And then you know how much money it costs to get on television back in those days when it was exclusively the only way to get into people's homes? It was a lot of money. You can pick up your phone today. That's what I believe. I, I talked to Taylor before this. I said, God's going to call people in the ministry and they're not going to have to wait six months. They're going to start today. I believe God's activating people right now with a burden for their generation. And then we're going to give you strategy on how you can start right here and right now and have viral revival begin today. Because you can literally pick this thing up and set it up on like a book. You don't even need a tripod and just start plus record and start moving in what God's called you to do today. I've seen people in the chat already writing uh I, i'm 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 going i'm moving I'm, I'm 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 through just like sitting down i'm gonna start doing something yeah well god's drawn you by his grace to this broadcast to start today to start today john osteen spent millions of dollars to get on television it costs less than other than your phone it costs nothing youtube is free tiktok is free instagram is free it's free mm -hmm. it's free advertisement 100% for free. I mean, you could, even if you don't own a smartphone, which if you don't, I, I mean, you must live under a rock, but even if you don't own a smartphone, you can like go to your local library and say, Hey, I want to rent an iPad for a couple of days. Yeah. And they'll rent, they'll rent one to you for free. That's you can right. rent it and just start making videos. You know, I think it was a uh, Mario Cirillo, maybe I believe if I'm not mistaken, started TV evangelism at a, at massive scale. And at first, when you have an idea like that, 
people are like, ah, no one's going to listen. Like they'll, they'll say something full of unbelief, like TVs for movies, bro, or social <laughs> medias for your pictures and to let people know about your family. Think about when Facebook Live first came out. Anyone that was preaching on Facebook Live, people probably mocked them and said, no one's going to listen to you. People watch preachers on TV, not Facebook Live. Well, now look, look how many ministries yeah. have been launched because yeah. of Facebook Live. It's the same thing with anything. And this is what you need to know, people. You've got to know that time doesn't slow down. It quickens. That's what prophecy says. Even the days become shortened at the end of time. That's what the Bible literally right. says. Everything in time is being sped up. That's why pretty soon the reaper's going to over or the treader's going to overtake the sower. Every, everything is overtaken. Everything is going quick. God is going quick. What happens with online ministry is it allows you to not have to take decades to win a generation. That's right. It allows you not, for me, spoiler alert, I've never been to Bible college. Now I'm a 100% advocate of Bible college. I think everybody should go to Bible college, but I've received everything I know from great men of God from watching hundreds of hours of their broadcasts on YouTube. All yeah. my doctrine has come from Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, Pastor Mark Hankins, Brother uh, Kenneth Hagin, Prophet Kenneth Hagin, Brother Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I mean, it, it, the best of the best, the best doctrine you can get. And instead of going and spending four years in Bible college, which again, it's not necessarily wrong, but because I didn't do that, I've been able to sit under sound doctrine. Sure. It's actually catapulted me. I'm 26 years old, and the Lord has used me to reach hundreds of millions of people and to now raise up a thousand online evangelists that will reach tens of millions and hundreds of millions and even billions of people by the end of the year. So what it does is going online, it catapults you, it quickens you, it allows you to move faster. Think about like when the spirit came on Elijah and he outran the chariot. That's what's happening in these last days. Right. When you get on social media, the Holy Ghost will come on you and it'll quicken everything. Your online platform, and I, I won't shed too much light on this because the vision that the Lord gave me would make people, I mean, people would be, they'd call me nuts if I told you everything that the Lord showed me I'm supposed to do with online evangelism. But imagine this, imagine a Bible college student or a young kid that's in high school or someone that they're not able to just launch into the ministry field, nor should they. Everybody needs to have good doctrine. I mean, it's the Bible makes it very clear that you shouldn't just like launch into fivefold ministry or anything like that. You'll crash and burn. But in that time, that preparation time, how many broke call Bible college students do you know? Every single one of them. You know, every person that goes to college, Bible college, any, I mean, they're all broke and they're all limited on how much they can win souls because they're also in class all day. Being online can actually eliminate that. I know guys that are 18, 19 years old making $10,000 a month just from YouTube ad revenue. And all they're doing is preaching the gospel online. So the Lord is actually funding them while they're at a young age being raised up to go into full-time ministry to win souls online. Yeah. So the vision is just massive for it. Not only is it 100% free, you don't have to spend millions to put it all over television, which, I mean, the Lord would pay for it. In that time, he did pay for it. But it's totally free and it's totally accessible. Anybody hmm. can be a soul winner. I want you to type in the chat, I'm called to be a soul winner. Not everybody is called to be an apostle a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher. But every Christian is called to be a soul winner. And uh, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown prophesied this years ago. He said, this last move of God will not be a move of God that only revolves around men of God. 
It will not be a move of God that only revolves around the fivefold ministry, although they will be a crucial part of it. But he said this last move of God will be ordinary people that have That's been right. lit on fire for Jesus Christ and they're winning their generation with the gospel. That's, right. That's what this is. This last move of God, the reason why it's going to be so great is because people in mass scale will be lit on fire for salvation and they will preach the gospel to the outermost parts of the world using their phones, using any means necessary. The greatest harvest that is going to come into the church and into the kingdom of God is going to be in this day. Jesus, I mean, look at the signs of the time. You don't even have to be like a master in, uh, in end time Bible theology. Like you, you don't have to be an expert at it to realize, all right, the signs that are in Matthew 24, 1 Timothy chapter 4 and 2 Timothy chapter 3, and then some in the book of Revelation. I mean, all these signs that are supposed to happen before Jesus comes back, like you could just write them in crayons on a coloring book and figure it out. I mean, it, anyone could see Jesus is coming back very, very soon. There's such a grace on social media right now. And for those of you, I've seen people in the chat that say, oh, I'm so afraid though. I don't, I'm uncomfortable getting my phone out and just start, just do it. The reason why you're afraid of it is it's a spirit of fear. It's the devil trying to hold you back. But the Bible doesn't say we have a spirit of fear. We have a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. God's grace is sufficient. Right. If you'll get a fire in your heart to start soul winning online, watch what God will do for your life. I've never met a broke soul winner. I've never met somebody that said, my goal in life is to get people into the kingdom of God. No, because God is a good boss. He pays his laborers great wages. Hallelujah. If you become a soul winner for God, God will fund your ministry, whether it's online That's or right. in person, it doesn't matter. I'll use a good example. Think about Todd White. Todd White, he's, I, I think he operates in the office of an evangelist, but he didn't like he wasn't somebody that just went to Bible college and was a fourth or fifth generational pastor's kid or fourth or fifth generational evangelist. The reason why Todd White was given a platform was number one, because God found him faithful. And number two, because he was a radical soul winner. He's just a man that was on fire for Jesus. That's right. He just wanted to see ordinary people on the streets get saved, get brought into the kingdom of God. And he put it on social media and it went viral all over YouTube. And I personally can attest to his videos changing my life when I got born again. So think about how many people, like he probably doesn't even know that. He has no idea that a video that he posted about laying hands on a woman in New York City and watching her get healed changed my life and made me hungry for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Then I got filled with the Spirit and started preaching the gospel. He has no idea. He'll probably never find out till we get to heaven. But think hmm. about how many stories are like that right now. TJ, think about how many of these live streams you've done and people have been like radically saved and the next Billy Graham got saved on one of your live streams or the next Reinhard Bonnke saw you preach a message at a church and because you streamed it on Facebook, he got saved yeah. and now he's being raised up to bring in the biggest harvest the world's ever seen. We just can't even begin to fathom, that's but that's the potential behind what God's doing right now. Yeah, the reach is tremendous. The potential is, is like you said, heaven will show the results of what you're truly doing, Taylor, you know, heaven will show because, you know, you look at a video of yours, it's got 1.3 million views on your short and okay, it's a 40 second video. You can say whatever you want of it, but what, like you said, what if one person, like how you saw a short video of Todd White laying hands on a lady in New York City, one person, it's worth it for just one. Paul said that I might win some. Yeah. Paul realized I can't win the whole world. But it doesn't matter. If I win some, 
If I win some, and you know, I love how you said, you know, I'm a soul winner and you had them type it in the chat because I think people are waiting for a burning bush. <laughs> people are waiting for a burning bush to get online. Yeah. People are waiting for a prophet to call them out and say, thus saith the Lord, you know, thou shalt get online tonight. You don't need it. You don't have to pray about winning souls. Right. You don't have to pray. If God said do it, there's no prayer required. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, I heard someone say it this way. I think it was John Wesley. But he said uh, that most people, when they pray, they're praying things or praying about things God has already commanded us to do. Most people's prayer life consists about praying about things that God has already commanded us to do. Lord, save True. these people. Lord, save Angola. Lord, save Africa. Lord... You can save Africa right now from America. Mm -hmm. You can literally, I saw someone writing, I'm, I feel called to the nations. I feel called to the nations. You know where the nations gather? Right here? Yeah. The nations gather on your phone. And so Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, he says that all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us He's not saying us as in the apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher. He's saying us as believers in Christ. He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. I pray, I honestly pray two things happen today. I pray, number one, this urgency to get the word out just fires up your heart. Where mm -hmm. there's a, a, a match that's lit and a fire starts burning, that your heart starts to burn for evangelism more than anything else. You know, Talon said it. He said that if you'll just go after souls, everything else will line up. Matthew 6, if you'll seek first the kingdom of God. Well, you know, I don't feel called to that. I'm, I'm more into like landscaping. I'm telling you, if you'll lend your mouth to God to get the word out in this generation through whatever means, means necessary, whatever media you can have access to, that landscaping business, God will take care of it. If you'll prioritize what means most to God, God will prioritize what means most to you. Yeah. If you'll put God first, as we've heard it said, you'll never end up last. If you feel like you've, you're gifting, you're, you're passionate about accounting, but you also want to win souls, but you don't feel called, it doesn't matter. He has given us the ministry of reconciling the world to himself. And if you'll lend your voice, if you're a lawyer, an accountant, a teacher, a business owner, uh, uh, an entrepreneur, a real estate agent, if you'll use your platform primarily to get the gospel out, God will see it, see to it that you hit the top. That's what D Daniel's story is. Daniel put God first. He didn't defile himself with things offered to idols. In our day and age, it would be keep holy and use your mouth to get the gospel out. And when he did that, God raised up Daniel, who was a slave in Babylon, to now becoming a governor in his nation. A governor. He went from a slave to a governor. Joseph was, was a kingdom first mind, mindset type of guy. And he went from a slave in, in prison, accused of rape wrongfully, to then being in charge of the known world. If you'll use your mouth to, to be an instrument of reconciling the world to God... You'll never have to worry. The Bible says all those things, the Gentiles, unbelievers, it bombards their minds on a daily basis. They're thinking about what they're going to eat. They're thinking about what their future holds. They think about how retirement's going to be. All those things, Jesus said, I'll take care of them. I'll take care of them. You won't even have to pay much mind to them mm. if you'll just put your hand to this plow.
And so I want I, I believe that today God's going to put that, he's already put that fire in many of you. And I believe number two, and this is what I want to get into this next segment of today's broadcast, is I want, I want to, uh, Talon, he's going to give you just ways to start up, strategy, uh, practical things to start up, because uh, people are going to wait for everything to line up, all their ducks to line up in a row before they start right. shooting. And, and uh, you know, the Bible says if you wait, if you wait for the wind or you wait for the clouds, you're never going to sow. So you don't wait for things to just line up. You just mm -hmm. take, take command. You take charge and you start moving things in that direction. You take a foot forward. You take a step forward. And so I want this next segment, we're going to give you just very simple and practical because... You know, Taylor, I know you do this, and I've always strived to do this. I want to make broadcasts, yes, spiritual. Yes, I want to light your heart on fire. But a lot of passion without wisdom or practicality. Passion without practice is frustration. So we want to give you practical advice. And uh, he's going to talk to you about the Revival Way force and everything God's doing to, uh, with him and how you could actually um, go from beginner level to, like, master level and really yeah. take, take ground. But... Talon, go ahead. Yeah, it, it's it, here. I'll. This is how I eliminate everybody's excuse because, like you said, someone's going to say, "Well, I work too much. I don't have enough money to start. I don't have a studio. I don't have a camera. I got three jobs. I've got kids. Everyone and their mother is going to have some excuse to do it." But I'm going <laughs> to eliminate all of your excuses right now. Number one, when I started, I had sixty dollars in the bank, maybe less. I was working like three jobs. I had just got out of college, so I'm like paying off student loans. I mean, I had I had very little money. I was a full-time window washer. So we did like window washing. We stained decks. Uh, we hung Christmas lights in the winter. I uh, did like concrete coatings. I did all this different stuff. I was, I was working 60 hours a week with that job, and wow. I was building a digital marketing agency on the side from the ground up. It was a startup in its first two years, which requires another... 20 or 30 hours a week on the side when the Lord told me to start preaching online. So I was already working like 100 hours a week when the mm -hmm. Lord said, get online and start preaching the gospel. So if anybody didn't have time, trust me, it was me. All I had was an iPhone 11 at the time that I think I was like making payments on. And I had a $20 ring light that I had at Walmart. I went to Walmart, got a $20 ring light. You can, I had some of my old videos that I keep on my YouTube channel just to remind me where I started. That's but the cool. Bible says, despise not the day of small beginnings. In Job, it says, your latter end shall greatly increase. Though your beginning was small, your latter end mm. shall greatly increase. I want you to type in the chat right now, I will not despise the day of small beginnings. Amen. Don't despise where you're at. Just get moving. Just get started. Just use what's in your hand right now, and God will cause it to prosper. That's it right. doesn't matter how small it seems, how little you have, un how unprofessional it is. Do your best with the little that you have now, and God will multiply it. He will increase it. I started with a ring light, less than $100 in the bank, working two jobs. Three, technically. I had a sales job that I was also making some extra cash with. And then I started. So working 100 hours a week, I would get up. I had to be at work at 6 a.m. I would get up at 4.30 so that I'd have an extra 30 minutes in the morning to film a couple of TikToks that day and post them or schedule them, at least save them in my drafts and post them throughout the day. And then I'd go to work after eating breakfast and getting showered and everything. And then during my lunch hour at noon, 
I would go live or I would post more videos or make more videos. So I'd take 15 minutes to eat and then I'd take the other 45 minutes of my lunch hour to make content and post it. And then after I'd get off work at 6 p.m., I'd go to the gym, I'd finish by 7, 7.30, eat dinner, and then I'd be on my, and like my whole team can testify to this. They were there the whole time. I would go live on TikTok and I would take altar calls. I'd preach the gospel. I'd pray for the sick. I'd cleanse the leper. I'd do whatever the gospel said to do. And I would just do it on my phone. And I had three people. I started with three people on my first live stream that I ever did. I had three people. Now we've got 2.8 million, about to hit 2.9 million probably today on YouTube. Started with three people that were watching. I me always online. joked around. I said I, was, I used to always joke. I'd say I'd had three people, and it's actually not a joke. It's very real. Yeah. I had my wife, my mom, and some guy that stumbled in on the broadcast. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> and he was your only giver. <laughs> he supported our ministry. It's true, man. I if anybody had an excuse not to start, it was me. I had I was working all the time. I had no money. There, I was not. In the natural, it seemed insane. And I just started. Within about nine months of me just being faithful, it was between like six and nine months, I was able to quit my full-time job. And I went full-time. And this was on TikTok. I was just believing God. The Lord spoke to me one day and said, quit your job now. Lay down your businesses. And I want you to preach full-time online. I had like 400,000 on TikTok. And I dropped it. I dropped everything with with no guarantee for financial income or anything. I was just winning souls on TikTok. And the, I never lacked. I never missed a bill payment. I never went without food. The righteous are never forsaken, nor is their seed ever begging for bread. Right. I was just winning souls and God took care of me. Somebody type in the comments, God supplies my needs. If you're doing what God's called you to do, he will make sure every need is supplied. I never lacked. I never went without. And that's a testimony for all of you. So some practicals is to know this. Start with what you got. Just get a little $20 ring light at Walmart. Set up a nice little corner in your house. And eventually, yeah. if you're faithful enough, this has been four years I've been doing this. Now I just dropped like over $10,000, more than that, yeah, on upgrades in the studio. Got like this new projector, new screen, got new camera, new lens. We got a brand new computer and we're reaching people, more people than we ever have before. But it didn't start that way. It started with a phone that I was making payments on, what I already had in my hand. Just take time, take an hour a day, cut out Netflix for six months. I tell Come people on. this, take the next 90 days and start making content and put your head down. Just put your head down, make content every single day as much as you can. The Bible, here's how to pray. Here's how to get saved. Here's my testimony. You just start making content about the Bible, getting people into the kingdom of God. And when you lift your head up in 90 days, you will be shocked because your life will not be the same. I told a buddy of that, uh, a a buddy of mine that three months ago, actually, and now he's got over 500,000 on YouTube and he's making money from it. He's preaching the gospel. The Lord's taking care of him and he's shaking a generation online. So if you'll take the next 90 days and commit them to just posting one, two, three videos a day about the gospel, you'll, you'll have everything that you need. You'll get kingdom, you'll get souls into the kingdom. God will take care of you. And in three months, you might have an online platform where you're reaching yeah. millions of people. And I'll plug this right now. Anybody that wants to learn the basics, the Lord told me during 21 days of fasting and prayer at the beginning of the year, raise up a thousand online evangelists. If you want to know how to build an online ministry, now 
first things first, I'm going to make sure that you have good doctrine. So I'm not just going to like teach you all the secrets and then like let you loose. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a lunatic. So I will be teaching doctrine on this, but over the next 10 months, the, the next uh, 10 and a half months that are left in this year, I have something called the Revival Way Air Force, where I'm teaching a thousand online evangelists how to reach this generation with the gospel. You can contact me on Instagram or send me an email. My Instagram is at taylin.michael. Say I want to join the Air Force. And what I do is I get you onboarded. And every single month, we have a Zoom call where I teach you start to finish how I built an online ministry, how I went from 7,000 YouTube subscribers to 2.8 million, how I went from zero on TikTok to 2.6 million, and how I've been able to reach this generation with the gospel. I'll show you how to do it too. We've already had over a dozen people get very similar results. Even Caden Pody just passed me on YouTube. He's got over 3 million now. So these people are getting the same results. And uh, you'll get the same results as well. So if you want to know more information about that, send me a message on Instagram at taylin.michael and say, I want to join the Air Force and we'll get you onboarded. And I'll teach you everything that I can about reaching this generation with the gospel with good doctrine. Yeah. And <laughs> if anyone's saying like, oh, that, you know, that's all just numbers. You're all obsessed with numbers. Numbers are important to God. I know mm -hmm. you think, you know, some people think, oh, it's 3 million subscribers, but how many people are actually being... Look, that's 3 million people that are going to get Christian content instead of Fergie twerking or whatever. Exactly. And they're going to get good stuff to their... And, you know, I, you know, you look at... Sometimes we have people that come in... I have far less than you do because you have way more subscribers. But we have people who don't know the Lord that subscribe because of a short that blessed them. They were going through a hard time. And then you can tell they don't know the Lord by their comments. And, you know, Talon, some of his... You go on to some of his videos, a lot of people, they... Like, what is this? You know, that's great. You want what is this? It's like when I go into a church lobby and I smell cigarette or marijuana smoke, I don't be like, oh, this church, man, how could they let that come in here? You know, I get excited. That means there's people that don't know the Lord that are going to get saved today. I know there's people that are going to get uh, set free or delivered from drug addiction or whatnot. I don't get mad about it. I get happy about it. And so every single Unless one, it's the pastor. Go ahead. Unless it's the pastor. <laughs> Unless it's the pastor, which that happened once. I'm the kid you not. Really? I went to the back. Okay, I went to the green room. He come in the back and he says, let's just pray before we go out. And as he's praying, I'm telling you, he smelled, he had yellow teeth and he reeked of cigarette. And I'm like, bro, don't lay hands on me. Don't, don't touch me. Just let's skip the laying hands, uh, laying on him hands part. And let's just, you know, pray from afar. Let's just watch and pray today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, that I didn't go back there. Anyways. But yeah, every one of those numbers, that's a potential soul winner that's being raised up. And uh, I wanted to say two things. I wanted to say two things. One, on the practical side of things is, one, don't become obsessed with results at the beginning. Do not become obsessed. I'm not saying don't pay attention to results because results can be an indicator. If you have one video that goes on and does very well, you know, you should probably hit that video and that topic and that subject a little more often. I'm not saying don't pay attention to results at all. I'm saying don't become obsessed with results or result-oriented because what can happen, and I've seen this happen many times, is you have people that post, they start off like Talon, one week, three times a, a week, three times a day, I'm going to post, and then that, that full week, nothing happened. They got seven views, eight views, 36 views, four comments, and they were all, what the bleep is this? And then people just get, you know, I'm going to stop. I must not be anointed with. Uh, no, it has nothing to do with that. Become consistent. And the way you become consistent is in falling in love 
with the process of production. Mm. Fall in love with studying the word, getting something in your spirit. I want to share that today. I'm going to tell people five political agendas of the Antichrist. I'm going to write them down. I'm going to do a 45-second video on it, and I'm going to deliver it with excellence. Fall in love. If it gets seven views or seven million views, that's great. But I'm going to do the video, I'm going to release the video, and I'm going to be excellent, and I'm going to try and refine myself every single time I get out to do these recordings. I'm going to refine, I'm going to get better, fall in love with the process, the results will come over time. If you become result-oriented, I'm telling you, the devil's going to take opportunity to discourage you into quitting, and you're going to stop far short, not even knowing that your next video could have been the 1.8 million one. And I know people are still thinking, what does it do, 1.8? That's 1.8 million that just, let's say, 10 percent actually receive christ that's 180,000 people all right yeah. and if it's not 10 percent, if it's one percent that's 18,000 people and if it's not one percent but just 10 percent of one percent point one percent that's still a uh, uh, thousand eight hundred people that gave their life to christ well worth the 30 seconds or the you know uh, of recording that you did so number one is don't become result oriented at first become obsessed with the process of doing all this and then number two I wanted to say, crap, I think I forgot it. Well, I, I'll, I'll add to it while you no, remember. You, you, the Lord gave you number two, Taylor. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The Lord gave me number two. Yeah, adding, adding on to what you said about, about uh, not getting too caught up in the numbers and everything. The numbers are like awesome. But yeah, you can't be ruled by the numbers. We don't, we're not swayed by what we see or natural yeah. sense. We're only moved by what we believe, and we believe God. We believe God that even if, you know how many Christians don't get one person saved in their lifetime? Even if you posted a video and you got 10 people saved, that's 10 more people yeah. than a lot of Christians are going to die and not get saved in their lifetime. So yeah. even if one video you posted got, what if it was 10 people in your family that didn't know the Lord? But because you posted it for some reason, you didn't even know this, but they're in their prayer closet that night and they pray the, the sinner's prayer. They give their life to Christ. And now you get to see them in heaven. You just never know what's going to happen with it. And a good example is I have a buddy of mine who... uh <laughs> Hey, Augustine, good to see you. Uh, I have Kofi. a buddy of mine. It's Kofi. Is it, is it Kofi? 100%. Oh, no, no, that's Preacher Jay. <laughs> uh, it might be wrong. No. So anyway, <laughs> they all look the same. But uh, <laughs> I, my buddy, Caden, uh, he posted a video, got like 10,000 views, maybe. And a lot of people, they'd be like, wow, that's a lot. To him, it wasn't a lot. He gets like hundreds of millions of views now. Well, he had like 10,000 views. 171 days into that video being posted, it blew up, got over a million views. So you just like, you never know, dude. You could put one video on the internet and then five years from now, you could even be in heaven if for whatever reason something crazy happened. You could be in heaven and your video just goes viral out of nowhere and someone gets saved. So just never that, have the exactly, eyes of faith. That was number two for me. That was oh, literally really? number two, so... There you go. I think, who was it? Mark Barclay and my pastor, Pastor Stan Pody, right now, he's uh, filming a series on what to do if you miss the rapture. Think about how many people that are going to miss the rapture, that they're going to be like, what happened? I missed the rapture. These crazy Christians were right. And they're going to go online and start Googling stuff. Well, you never know. So Someone could get saved afterwards. They're gonna, it's going to cost them their life. But you just never know the impact down the road that your video is going to have. There's a there's a video right now of Billy Sunday, back when video like just started, black and white, the audio was just awful. But even videos from Billy Sunday's life, 
are still going viral on the internet. Right. Imagine how much more your video will go viral in five, 10 years from now if the Lord should tarry. So never limit God. Somebody type in the chat, I have the eyes of faith. See this thing with the eyes of faith and uh, and get plugged in. And I don't, I don't say this like boastfully or anything weird like that. When there's a grace on somebody, connect yourself to them. Yeah. For me, I saw a grace on evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I connected myself to him. I saw a grace on Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. I connected myself to him. I saw a grace on Pastor Stan Pody, Pastor Mark Hankins. I connected myself to them. There's a grace right now for social media evangelism. Connect yourself to that grace. Stay yeah. connected to, to uh, Brother TJ. Stay connected to my ministry. Stay connected to guys like Isaiah, David Diga Hernandez, Brother John. Right now, David Stay Diga. connected to these guys that are seeing grace online right now. And as you plug into that grace, it'll flow in your life as well. That's right. David Diga is actually in the chat. Welcome, welcome Brother David. We love oh, you very he, much. Oh, hey, Brother David. God He's bless sensei. you. We love you. He is sensei for us. Sensei. He is the OG. So this is funny. TJ, you'll love this. I told, I told David this when we went live a while ago. David had no idea, but when I got filled with the Holy Ghost, what, five years ago now? When I got saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost, I had no idea what happened to me. All I knew was I prayed in other tongues and I typed into YouTube. What does it mean to pray in other tongues? David Diga Hernandez's video came up. I watched his teachings on what it means to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And that's how I got my doctrine on what it means to pray in other tongues. And that's when I started praying in other tongues and built my, my relationship with the Holy Ghost was actually off of his videos wow. that he had posted four years prior. So that's a perfect example. Yeah, it's amazing because I posted videos from like, I started doing YouTube two years ago and I've got people that are still commenting on videos I did two years ago on how they've either just given their life to Christ. We get we do like, I just got saved on our website. People can come fill in a form. We send them packages and they tell us where they got saved from. And I've got videos from two years ago. So you think of it, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping, it's, it's 3 a.m. I'm in bed sleeping. And some person who's having a rough time out in Malawi is yeah. popping up a video I did two years ago and watching it in tears I'm sleeping. There's like sleeping TJ and preaching TJ is just always on now. Preaching TJ is just on 24-7 and giving the word of God. Taylor is the same thing. Like you're able to literally have like a clone of you <laughs> that's just always, always on, always on that is accessible at any time, you know, and, and it's such an amazing, an amazing tool that can't be neglected. Someone asked in the comment section, and I, I think it's a great, a great question that I would like to address. And um, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, who was it that asked it? April? She wrote, what do you do? What about April Audrey? Thank you for asking this. What about... Here, I can actually put it right on the screen, I think. Can it go on the screen? There yeah. you go. What about the negative comments? How do you deal with that? Like, that part would be hard for me. I think that's an excellent question. I'll give you my... Uh, what I think, and then Taylor, you can, you can. Tie you fight back together. immediately. You just roast the. No, I'm just kidding. Go for it. You go for the juggler. Insult their physical appearance. Insult. No, I'm kidding. You no, crush I, them. <laughs> I used to, to be honest with you, I used to write back. I used to take time and actually reply, but I found out on social media, 99.9999998 percent of people. Don't give a rip about your opinion. They just want to give their two cents. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs, a fool seeks only to express his own opinion. 
And there's people that are fools on social media that only want to express their own opinion. And I've found that actually replying to them, it as gentle as I can be, it still stirs up the pot. They, you know, they 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 become malignant or vicious a lot of the times. And so I've actually stopped. I've stopped replying. Um, I've stopped replying like 100% of the time. There are times where uh, I'll actually delete the comment even because like if I'm putting a video out, now I have obviously not many comments that come in compared to an account that has two, three million. You can't go through 3,000 comments. But you know, I have like less than 100 comments so I can go through the comments, which I do. And my, my pet peeve, what I hate the most, what irritates me is when I put something out for divine healing and someone comes in and sows discord and... Yep false doctrine that is discouraging people from actually believing God for divine healing and they do it maliciously you know like it's not like well you know what about Paul's thorn in the it's not that it's this is a false teacher he's misleading people the gospel's about being saved only and it, I, I don't want you on my platform I don't want to see your comment I don't want to see anything that you have to say so I, I actually started deleting comments like that and um, but yeah I stopped replying I, I know Pastor Rodney Howard Brown always says, God will never take you beyond the level of criticism that you're able to handle. Mm -hmm. And so I think that applies heavily when it comes to online ministry. Uh, God will never take you beyond the level of criticism uh, that you're able to handle in the comment section. I think that you have to develop thick skin, ignore them, realize some people are literally, you know, they have Wi-Fi in mental institutions now. And so there's a lot of people that have demons that, are, that have access to your content. So dismiss it and move on. Taylor. It's so true. I, I'm the same way. It's At first, I would like try to defend myself, defend my doctrine, but you'll realize it's actually a strategy of the devil to drain yes. you. It's a strategy of the devil to get you distracted. It's a strategy yeah. of the devil to get you in unbelief, to be like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't understand why that person prayed for their grandma who was a Christian her whole life and she still died of cancer. I, I, I don't... But what will happen is the devil will try to bring up things that you just can't answer, things you won't have the answer to. Yeah. And if he can get you in that never-ending spiral, then it just it does more harm than good. So it's honestly not even worth the time. The way I like to explain it is it's like getting in a never-ending rap battle where it's like I just like lay out some roast and then someone else lays out some roast and then someone else lays out. And it's just you'll go back and forth like a rap battle. No, nothing will ever be solved. You'll just feel like less of a human afterwards and, and no one's better because of it. Now, on the other hand, there are times where I'll just say something like really dumb or really funny to bring me joy. Not that I like go and crush their self-esteem, but if I'm just if I feel like, you know what, I need a good laugh. Like, for example, someone on that Corey Asbury post recently, I know you probably aren't <laughs> supposed to name drop, but it was just horrendous. It's full of more unbelief than anything I've ever, like more than the re reform denomination itself. I don't think I've ever seen I think seen the devil unbelief. himself was like, goodness yeah. gracious. <laughs> it's exactly, I think he, he wrote that song and then Corey Asbury just said, I'm going to throw an extra dose of unbelief in there, devil. That wasn't enough. It so. I commented on it and some dude like commented back. He said, if name it, claim it was a picture, you'd be in that picture or something like that. And I just said, if lukewarm was a picture, you'd be in that picture. Like, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying it to be like, I'm not name it or claim it and try to defend myself. I just say something funny to like roast the guy. And then he wrote some like a long page back to me. I didn't even read it. As soon as I saw it, I just like swiped it away and, and, and I wasn't going to waste my time on it. So find ways to like, if it makes you happy and it adds some joy to your life, have fun with it. Otherwise, ignore it. And I like what you said about deleting certain comments. 
delete things that could stop somebody from receiving yes. from God. So if yeah. you see something crazy on there, like, well, God's grace is sufficient. It's all right if your kids are sleeping with people before marriage. If they say something stupid like that, that's going to send somebody to hell or stop the power of God from flowing in their life. Absolutely. Like delete it, block the person. Don't be very protective of the audience that God gives you. You're a shepherd yes. for the people that God puts in your life. So you you are held somewhat responsible for making sure that people receive from God when they hear from you. So don't let any seeds of uh, unbelief or doubt get in there. I had one guy. I get a lot of comments because of my preaching style that, why are you yelling? Why do you have to yell? And I love replying in all caps, because I lost my hearing aids that night. <laughs> that, gets, that got me going. I, that's what I, that's my like general response now. Like, why do you yell? Do you see them on like the WWE Instagram account? Why is the why is the Rock yelling? Why is Stone Cold yelling? You know, like yeah. crazy people. I'll, well, let's take one more question and then uh, we'll call it a day. But this has been so great, and it's, it's helped me a lot and blessed me. I saw. We'll take one more question. Someone, this won't be the question, so ask your question, but I'll, I'll just read this one. Is it easier to preach in person or online? I'll say that there's a different unction that comes on you in person compared to online. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say in person's even easier. Like I, yeah. I, I rather preach in person and do an outdoor crusade or something where people are drawing on the anointing than being behind a camera. And I mean, there's been times where I could, I could feel people drawing the anointing yeah. through the camera, but there, when you have a crowd there, you can see spirits, you can operate in the gifts differently. If you're not keen yeah. to like operating in the word of knowledge and being able to, to operate in faith at a distance, more or less through a, through a live stream, I would rather preach in person, but you got to do both. Yeah, I, I agree. 100%. Someone asked, here, Mark Lewis. Put it on the screen. Any tips for improving doctrine if you can't go to Bible college? I think Taylor nailed it. And he said, uh, YouTube's your best friend. You have access to the greatest preachers on planet Earth right now. And possibly some of the greatest preachers that have ever lived. You have access to their reservoir of knowledge just by clicking a video you know he named some preachers Jonathan Shuttlesworth had probably over 2,000 videos on his YouTube channel Rodney Howard Brown I mean he's gone live every single night for 980 days now mm -hmm. so you, we have we have something that other generations never had and that's we have direct access to a plethora of knowledge at the tap of a finger and so now if you feel called to the ministry, I would actually strongly recommend praying about going to a Bible college. Uh, you need to be trained up. You need to go somewhere great. I'm actually going to play a video that reminds me before we move on. But I want to play this video. If you feel called to the ministry, you feel in your spirit that the Lord's calling you to a position of full-time ministry and, uh, and you're done sitting on that, you actually want to take a step of action. The first step you can take you know, is doing, just picking up your phone and doing a video today, but equally as important is going to a good Bible college that's going to teach you proper doctrine, build a foundation uh, upon which you can, you can actually grow the ministry and be effective in your generation. I, you know, I've seen a lot of people that just like try and wing it and they don't do what Talon did and they don't absorb or connect themselves with great ministers. They just try and wing it and go out and they have weird ministries. They right. start having, you know, doing all kinds of stuff that's 
they call signs and wonders, but it's just a sign that makes you wonder. <laughs> there, there's nothing to it. So I would recommend, and I'll tail into, no other Bible college um, in the United States of America than this one that I'm about to play. So stay tuned. Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you feel called into the ministry, we just launched Revival Today Bible Institute. Had our first in incoming class, and we're about to do another intake. It's $2,000 for the entire year. We're gonna train them up in what they need to know in the Bible, what they need to know legally, what they need to know in the realm of economics to make impact in the ministry. If that's you, the information is on the screen right now. I'd like to hear from you. Don't pull it off. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and I'm waiting for your call. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, great place to live. All right, thank you so much, Taylor, for coming on today. Really love you, uh, love what God's doing, and I can't wait to see you know where this Revival Way Air Force is gonna go and how impactful it'll be and uh, the results of you know a thousand people raised up to have hundreds of thousands and millions of subscribers. I mean, the, like you said, the impact is enormous. So I can't wait to see everything that, that the Lord does through you. Um, we're going to take up an offering now, and uh, we're going to sow into Evangelist Talon, as we always do whenever we have a guest on. Um, and uh, so I you, appreciate like, that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. If you'd like to give today, you can go to salvationnow.ca slash give. You can search on PayPal, Salvation Now. If you're in Canada, you can do an e-transfer. And then you can send mail, uh, check, cash to the address provided on the screen. I want to thank everyone that's been giving, partnering with us, that has sold with us. Uh, listen, when you're sowing into this ministry, you're, you're giving to evangelism. You're connecting your finances with revival. You're partnering with revival. You're partnering with evangelism. And uh, particularly this year, we're doing three Hope Fest Crusades, which are outdoor meetings where we're going to be going into um, the inner cities of Saskatoon, Vancouver, and Montreal in the roughed up areas. And Vancouver, I don't know if you know this, but they just, it, it's pretty much, not only is it free, uh, yeah. not only is it, is it allowed to do um, meth and, and um, what's the other one now, heroin and opioids, but the government's now paying for it. And so we're going to go and put a stop to that uh, this year in the month of August. I believe the dates are being formed last, uh, the, the, conf the, the solidified dates are being formed right now, but... If you'd like to partner with us in that, salvationnow.ca slash give. And uh, Taylor, tell the people where they can find you uh, online and how they can give if they'd like to partner directly with your ministry and all that God's doing through you. Absolutely. Yeah, you can find me on my YouTube channel. Obviously, you're watching that right now. Uh, Taylor Michael. If you just look up Taylor Michael on any social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you'll find me on those platforms. Uh yeah, I'd really like to have you come and join me. And, and I'll talk about this Revival Way Air Force thing one last time. If you're looking, if you feel a, a nudge in your spirit to join the Air Force, I want to help you. And, and I'll make sure that you can get in. I'll teach you start to finish how to get souls one online and how to move forward in that. So we'd love to have you on there. Shoot me a message on Instagram at taylin.michael. Just go say, hey, I want to join the Revival Way Air Force. Can you get the information? And I'll do whatever I can. And I know this, Brother TJ is a soul-winning ministry. So anyone on my channel, they, we've had him on before, but I highly encourage you, connect your finances to what they're doing. Anytime you connect your finances to a ministry that's winning souls, you will never decrease, you will only increase. So he's good soil. I strongly encourage everybody, connect yourself to this ministry. Thanks, I TJ. I appreciate that. Hey, listen, the doubt slayers are coming in hot, yo. <laughs> and we're going to... 
I, I, I want the next time we go live, I want us to have like at least one more person and we start mm -hmm. building that. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, so I, I think I might have texted this to you, I don't know, but Uche, Uche, when I went to go uh, spend some time at Revival today, I was spending time with like Kofi and all them. I ran into Uche, got to meet him. I'd never met him in person. And he said, I don't know what it is about you, but the Lord just told me that you're going to have some type of online platform, an app or something like that, like a group of people where, you, where you're teaching people how to reach the planet with the gospel. And the moment that he said that and you said the doubt slayers thing, it connected in my spirit. So I think, I think you're right. We got we to gotta do something about that. We got to build it like a Netflix. That's right. We'll do like VidAngel, but for like TikTok stories or something. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. It, it, it'll be great. All right. I love you, man. Um, I love you too. Thank you. Love you, everybody. Adios. We'll see. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see. What, what, when am I, am I seeing you this year? I don't know. Are you seeing me this year? I don't know. We'll have to do an event. Let's do a live event together. We'll do a Let's live do event. a live event together. So I'm going to start doing, this is something I haven't made public yet, but here we go. I'm going to start doing online crusades. So I'm going to get some blueprint set up for that. The Lord told me to start doing online crusades. When I get that stuff situated, we'll have to do an online crusade together where we do a massive like online event where we preach salvation messages. Maybe we'll do like a week of online revival where we do something. And we, I mean, just like you would do an in-person crusade That's with cool. many evangelists, we'll do something online like that. That's cool. That's cool. I'd love to hear Amen. more about that. Amen. That's really cool. All right. Talon, I'll text you in a bit. Adios. Thanks. Stay connected with us by visiting us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching at TJ Malkanji. Or visit us online, www.salvationnow.ca. God bless you, and until next time.